Hi, this is David Yaz at the Boston Podcast Network, hoping you are staying safe and healthy during this period of precaution over the coronavirus. It's difficult to connect with your clients and contacts in a period such as this, but here we continue to produce podcasts that allow you to connect with the people that you want to reach. You've got a rapt audience like never before. People are home, they're listening, and they're waiting to hear from you. We can create a professional podcast with a quick turnaround and do the whole thing remotely so you don't have to leave your home. Get in touch with us at pod617.com. Tonight on an all-new Monsterland, we get the band back together again for the first time since the Salt Fork Showdown. Bigfoot's getting a little handsy. Your monster <laughs> mails, games, and more. Ronnie, let's continue to make this quarantine our bitch. Let's go. Let's go. Ooh. Welcome to a wicked mystery. A paranormal perfect storm known simply as Monsterland. The Monsterland podcast is recorded live in an undisclosed location somewhere in the heart of high strangeness, just outside of Monsterland, Massachusetts. And now, here are your hosts. As seen on the Travel Channel, author-researcher Ronnie LeBlanc, and as seen on the History Channel, actor-host Maddie Blake. October 2019, Salt Fork State Park Ohio, the Ohio Bigfoot Conference. Ronnie, you and I hit the road, driving some, what, 13 hours, was it? Yep, 13 hours each way, and uh, what a trek that was. We went to go spend the weekend with Bob Gimlin, thanks to the kindness of Russ Akert, who was on the show uh, just a week ago. Yeah. And while there, we met some wonderful people, including Bob Gimlin. We got to spend the weekend with these people, and we met two people, Dr. Rebecca Foster and Jeff Byers. And Ronnie, what do you get when you take four basic strangers for all intents and purposes and put them in a very traumatic experience in the woods, a traumatic, scary, and also exhilarating experience in the woods? What do you get? A little paranormal magic, man. I, it was amazing well what, we, what we had encountered on not just uh, that particular night, but the following night and in different locations. So it seemed to follow and reappear wherever we went. Yes, absolutely. And we were hoping the whole, you know, we didn't drive 13 hours to Whistle Dixie. <laughs> Although it was, nice to, it was nice to meet Bob Gimlin and all that. And we wanted to hang out with Russ and, and everything but, and meet the people. And, but we were definitely hoping for some magic. And boy, did we get it. And of course, as these things go in an unexpected way. So tonight on the podcast, we finally have, and, and for those of you who, who listen to this show, you know, we were in Ohio, you know what happened. We played the sound back then. The episode was released, I believe, in October of 2019. Right. It's called mm -hmm. something like uh, the Ohio Bigfoot Adventure. So scroll back. You might want to listen to that episode, those two episodes. It was a two-parter, interview with Bob Gimlin, right. interview with Russ Akerd, and then the sounds of what we're going to go over tonight we played back then. So you might want to go back, listen to that episode, and then listen to this. But either way, you don't have to because we're going to play the sounds again tonight. What we never had a chance up. to right. What we never had a chance to do, Ronnie, was have the people we experienced it with on this podcast. Yeah, I'm excited we got them to to be on together because what the four of us experienced. It's it's a bummer that Russ wasn't there with us because he was taking care of Bob. Yes, and this was like one one thirty two in the morning. Yes, but to have the four of us together to kind of recollect that experience was pretty 
incredible, man. Yes. Yeah, so uh, that's going to go on in just a couple seconds here. Um, the two of them, the two of us, will replay the sound and we'll really. It's 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 a fantastic interview. I'm so glad, like you said, we got them both on. And you know, it's funny. I was editing it this morning, Ronnie, and I was like, "Boy, we're like, uh, we only spent the weekend together, really." And there was definitely a bonding that went on. Like, I don't, I don't know what, I don't even know a lot about their lives, you know, other than this. And I don't right. know a lot about them other than those moments we spent with them. My sense is they're wonderful people. Yeah, and, great and, people. And, and, but I think being through that thing together bonded us in a way, you know, you go through, it wasn't a trauma. I don't want to say that. But if you go, no, it was, very, it was very exciting. It was very, it was, uh, like I said, it was a, some paranormal magic, but it was a lot of electricity that was happening because I think the elements of also having heard at, you know, a psychic medium to see kind of beyond what we couldn't see in the darkness was, was pretty stellar. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and, and, and like to share it with them, it just, it just made me feel like we were connected in a deeper way. You know, uh, you go through a heightened emotional experience, I guess would be the way to say it. Yeah, true. Right? Uh, be it a birth or a death or an ex a paranormal thing or whatever. Like, we were just like, okay, the second we saw each other, you know, I, I, the second they popped up, we all just were saying, like, uh, oh, my God, it's like no time has passed. It's been almost a year. It'll be a year in October. Right. And it was like, hi, brother. Hi, sister. <laughs> you know what I mean? So <laughs> um, it's, it, it's really cool. So why don't we it just get awesome. right into it? Um, Let's do it. This interview... Uh, I started because I had time to edit it because we're home. Um, it, you know, there's a bunch of preamble. We catch up and everything. Uh, I, I'm just, let's just get right into the action. When this interview kicks in, you're going to see them. For those of you watching, you're going to hear them. For those of you listening. Um, and when this interview picks up, we are, we are diving into the, to, to the audio footage of what happened to us in the forest last year at the Bigfoot conference in Ohio. Um, a little Fork bit about State our, Park. say it again, Ronnie. Salt Fork State Park. Thank Man, you. I kept, places. That's something. I kept, I kept calling it, um, what I kept calling it South Fork because of Dallas. The show yeah. Dallas, yeah. I was a kid. Right. I was like, where's Bobby? Where's JR? <laughs> Who shot JR? <laughs> South Fork. You're like, it's Salt Fork. It's Salt Fork. <laughs> Salt Worth. What? Um, uh, a little bit about our guests before we get to them, just so there's some context. Dr. Rebecca Foster, obviously the female of the foursome, uh, is a running, describe her. She's like a, 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 what does she call herself? Not, not a, is she a medium, a psychic medium? Yeah, I mean, she, she's able to tap into energies, whether it's uh, ghosts and spirits and even communicating with Sasquatch. So it was really awesome to kind of be there uh, well, she's seeing things and experiencing it, like kind of backing it up. And she talks about that in the interview that we were both experiencing at the same time. So it was kind of corroborating what was happening. But she is uh, intuitive and has the ability to communicate with the dead, really, and, and other life forms. If you want a reading, you can reach out to her on social media and uh, she, she does readings. I think she's taking a little break right now uh, because of the crazy right. pandemic. She said she would take a little emotional break but she'll be back at it, I'm sure, very soon. Um, you know, it's funny, she, she, she's, she's so, again, like, yeah. Oh, she drops a bombshell on us in this interview about 
um, how do I say this without giving it up? Yes. Something neither, neither of you and I knew, knew about, and it's, it's, it's post what we're about to talk about, like going on now. So she drops that Correct. bombshell on us. Uh, and then the, yes, the other one who's just a sweetheart, Jeff Byers. Jeff Byers owns Creature Replica. And I have one right behind me, Ronnie. Um, yeah, same. Yeah, you've got one. So who do you, this is what Jeff Byers, our guest, makes. And he's a very experienced squatcher. Um, and he makes these awesome, for those of you who are not watching the video, they are basically like beautifully crafted uh, dolls is not the right word, you know. Uh, yeah, almost almost like action figures. Action figures, are, thank you. Yeah, they are, they are um, amazing sculptures oh. of like, mine is a Yeti, you have the... Uh, North American Sasquatch and right so here. just cool stuff. Um, he, yeah, you've got the Yeti. He does the Horror Hound, the Louisiana Rougarou, the Sasquatch. It's about what do you say, like uh, probably five to six inches tall. The yeah. de the detail is exquisite. The musculature, they're awesome gifts. So just go to creatureReplica.com and order yours today. Jeff is great people, and Dr. Rebecca is so sweet and so talented at what she does. So without any further ado, let's get to that interview and let's hear the team's perspective, not just Ronnie and I's perspective, the team's perspective, what we went through in the forest yeah. almost a year ago. So you guys all felt you were being flanked. Um, and Rebecca, you have a special gift with these creatures. So you were actually getting mental messages, correct? And, and do you remember what they were? What were you feeling or what message were you getting from these things when we were going through that? I recall we started walking down. I, I, I just felt at some point on both excursions, I felt that we were just supposed to stop. I just, I always feel as if they put forward this halt stop message and I didn't, I, I don't think I ever felt threatened. It wasn't a threatening event. It, we were just, amongst them and i'm pretty sure they were just checking us out and yeah. messing with us um that was such a funny night though i'm trying to um not laugh about what happened well, altogether there was very funny moments like for example when we were going through this you didn't tell me and you started playing a recording of a native american shaman calling out right. like doing a sasquatch right. prayer so it's dead silent and all of a sudden you hear like, no, my God, no, I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> Something moved. Fuck. I just scared the shit out of Okay. <laughs> there, was, there was that moment. And there was a moment when a bush, uh, a branch uh, grabbed onto us. We got tangled yes, in a branch. We did. thought it was a Bigfoot the head. Sticker, the sticker bush grabbed us. All right, it was just a. Oh, we're we're prick a bush. Yeah, it's a prick. Ow! Oh, I just stuck uh, my hand. Oh my god, we just got attacked by a bug in a prick bush. Holy shit, we just got tangled up in that. Me too. Yeah, it's a prick bush. So there were funny moments, and and there were two main moments. The moment I'm about to play was when we we felt like we were being flanked, um, and then we saw basically an orb which turned into these red eyes and we yeah. i'm going to play this audio now then we had yep. a second event where jeff you actually got charged which we'll talk about in a second but i wanted to play this audio <laughs> right, for you right that was crazy and and you guys tell me 
what comes up in your mind as you as you hear this? Let's just do a little memory lane here. Now, it might be a little meta because I'm playing our podcast and Ronnie and I talking about it with our producer, and then we play the sound of the event. So don't be con confused when you hear my voice again. Um, hopefully, you guys will be able to hear this. So again, this was recorded on, uh, this is released on October 26, 2019. It's called the Bigfoot Mission. And here is the audio of us in the woods when we see the red-eyed anomaly. Here we go. Ronnie's got eyes. Ronnie's got red eyes. No. Just go like this with the air. I don't know if it's a car, but just move your head back and forth right in the center. Right over here. I'm seeing two... I got it. I just had it for a second. Right oh, here. Oh, I just got it. I Get got right it. in my side. I got it. I got it. I got it. Get right here, Chad. See it? It disappears quick, though. Right. There it is. Like it blinks or something. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I got oh, it. Oh, my. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. 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 Now, this could be somebody in there, but I don't think so. Where the hell do they get from there? Okay. How do they get there? This is all freaking major trees. The only thing that's over is that golf course. I'm seeing a that's it could be a tower could it be a tower light no, like no we're going down oh jesus yeah yep it's a red light that's somebody with a that's a human with a headlight on exactly it could be something just but they would have said hey guys hold on hold on it's right i can see it right there from here yeah and it keeps moving though yeah it's it's yeah it's moving it's a headlamp or something Jeff, have you seen the red glow of, of their eyes? Yeah, like, it, it, it doesn't look like that. Right, okay, that's that's not natural, in other words. Okay, so I paused it there on the playback podcast, but um, so you can hear us all at once kind of go, there it is, you know, we all saw it. And I was in such, when I've, I've listened to this like two or three times, remembering what I was going through, um, and I was trying to convince myself that it was someone with a headlamp, with two, with like two headlamps. It makes no sense what I was trying to convince myself of. Um, <laughs> Because if, if and, and Ronnie, you and I went the next morning and looked in that area. And, uh, right. We're thinking there was a road or something behind it, very short distance. And it was all woods. Just. If anyone had been in there with a headlamp, we would have heard them making, yeah. breaking, breaking branches and yeah. deep, thick woods. There's no yeah. way someone could have been walking there with a headlamp. Mm -mm. Um, and then Jeff, I'm trying to like, it's funny. I was like trying to reassure myself. I'm like, it doesn't look like that, right? It doesn't look that unnatural, right? Like I was freaking out, you know? Um, <laughs> we walked over there because when we come out of where we were out over by that parking lot, Rebecca just kind of went off in that direction. She was getting some kind of a feel and we just kind of followed. And then that led mm -hmm. to all the events, which is the cool part of the cool part, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to find this other part. Hold on. I think I can pause the recording. Stand by. Okay, so now I'm gonna play a little bit more of the audio as this anomaly becomes clearer to us. And again, you can hear us go through the progressions of trying to process whatever the hell we were looking at. Here we go. Mm -hmm. And then this happens. Or her back. It's, it's moving. And it's moving. And it's I'm getting the chills. It's moving, it's moving. I'm getting the chills. It's freaking moving and it's moving. Guys, we gotta go down this path. Here we do, here we do. What is going on? What is going on? That's an orb. That can't be a person. I'm just saying right here, it's it's orange, guys. It is. It's turning orange. It's moving in orange. <gasps> what is it doing? It's, it just jumped from down to us. 
What is that? That is too Hello. consistent. My Can you come God. Closer? Can you come closer? Show us what you oh are. Oh my God, did you see that it jumped from up to down? Show us what you are. Wow, that thing is awesome. Wow, it's that weird. What's right that? It is, it's getting closer. It's not people, right? That's not people. Yeah, yeah. We would hear. You can, you, you can hear us almost turn into like, it's almost like prayerful. We yeah, we, we, get, we get reverent almost. And, and after the laughter subsides, that, those, in my estimation, that is four people going through an experience. And, and you said it, Rebecca, when we were playing that back just now, you're like, it's like kids in a candy store. It's like what we, what we hope would happen in a situation that actually started to happen in our disbelief of like, oh my God, we're experiencing an orange orb. Uh, two red lights that look like eyes turn into an orange orb and dance around. It, it, and they it, were it, weird. Yeah, they were like bouncing it, 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 to rule out taillights or a person with a light. There was just no way at that distance it was going to move in that uh, direction or distance, actually. It was crazy. So beautiful that night, too. We weren't freezing. It was just... Right. <clears throat> well, what was incredible was, was the activity that we had there. Then we went back to the cabins area and where right behind where the cabins were, where Jeff, you started walking on that trail, we were hearing that hum and something came charging at you out of the woods and we all started like screaming and running down. But when I looked back, when I looked back, there was a figure or something that was all black that was down on all fours, but it looked like something that was bipedal that was pretending to look like an animal on all fours. Do you remember seeing? <laughs> Ronnie, I, I, I got, all right, so I'm gonna pause it again. I'm gonna find that audio because yeah. this is an incredible moment. So we have that light experience. We go back to the cabins, we regroup. We, we take a path because I, as I remember it, we started talking about the Bigfoot television show that filmed right where the cabins were. Monster Quest, yeah. Monster Quest filmed right where the, and they said this was this access road somewhere back here. So we said, well, let's walk mm -hmm. down there. And Jeff, mm -hmm. you got charged. And, and uh, Jeff, I defended you <laughs> very vehemently in that episode. So <laughs> yes, yes, he ran. <laughs> you know but, what, it was that whole, it was we that, all ran. We all ran. It was, I wasn't even looking that direction until I heard all the noise. And then when I looked and I saw Jeff doing this, and I'm like, yeah. there's something in the road. I was like, holy crap. Yes. And I ran. Well, I was worried yeah. like a monster would be like, I thought you said that guy's experienced. And he ran. And I was like, well, yes, he ran. But he also didn't push a woman aside as he ran like <laughs> I did. <laughs> I, now, I just got to say, if if I would have known if you if my good Pat, my new found best friends could have just said, hey, by the way, Jeff, you might want to run a little bit faster because there's a giant <laughs> thing right behind you. I would have ran a little faster. It was right in front of you. I don't know how you didn't see it unless like you couldn't <laughs> focus. But with all the extra lights, it was bam, right in the middle of the road. I uh, know uh, you, you guys had something incredible happen the night after. And we yeah. were, we, you wanted, we were going to try to stay an extra night to do another investigation, but we had to head back home. But you and Jeff had a sim, another encounter in that same road area behind the cabins. Did you not? Yeah. You saw a figure. And, yes. and Dr. Foster drew some pictures of what, can you talk about what happened with that night? That was incredible. I was pissed we left. 
well, that, when that happened. You, you know what? It was just, uh, we're going back to, we were by ourselves and they're just the people on the very end were there and we thought, let's, you know, let's just go see. It's enough light and the moon and we didn't have anything. We had nothing with us. We went completely technology free. And I mean, we didn't, we didn't, I don't know why. I don't know why we didn't have anything. And we're walking, it was quiet and it got creepy. Um, and I thought, okay, I feel like we should probably get down. Let's just look like we're enjoying ourselves. And Jeff's like, okay. So we got down and I thought, let's try to hint to it that we're just, we want to throw something. And so we're down looking at the ground and I'm picking up rocks and I'm throwing them to Jeff and then Jeff is throwing them some more and we're just kind of doing this. And as I look up, Jeff, correct me if I'm wrong, I look up and the light refracts off of this thing that was not there a second ago. Ooh. And it was huge and black. And I said, Jeff, do you see that thing? in the trail up here and he goes off to the left and I said yeah it was and it wasn't there and we just kept going okay let's just keep throwing the rock so we did this for a few minutes and did you know I mean I got nervous because it was like summoning an elephant so like, what are you going to do when an elephant shows up in front of you Ooh. and so when I looked, I, I had to look away because it was so dark at that point and I watched it and it was just like it was doing this it wasn't moving, it was just moving. <laughs> like almost almost floating towards That's, you. I said, Jeff, that doesn't make no noise, it's made no sound, and it's moving. Tell me if I'm wrong, is this thing moving towards us? And he goes, yeah, it's getting bigger. And I thought, I don't wanna stick around. I, you know, human nature kicked in at that point, got nothing with us, um, and I got nervous because this thing was gargantuan, it was huge. How, how big? You, I think you said something like eight to ten it feet. It had to be, I, yeah, it had to be eight to ten. It had to be a minimum of that. It just wow. was. Wow. My God. Jeff, right do, you, do, you, do, you, do you remember that, Jeff? And, and was it kind of like the blacker than black type of thing? Uh, it's funny you say that because it was like we were kind of drawn back to that general area. But it, was, it wasn't that blackness. I, you remember the path, how it looked in the moonlight that ran yeah. down that mm -hmm. way? Yep. Yeah. Well, it, it was just like we're we're sitting there. It's like we're playing marbles, you know, in the dark, just having a good time, nice conversation. And all of a sudden, there is a, it's there, but you can almost see the outline of it from mm -hmm. the moonlight. Yeah. You know, it was so you weren't you were just seeing a dark mass that had just all of a sudden it's there, and I thought it was my eyes. And if Rebecca hadn't said anything, I wouldn't have probably said anything until it specifically was getting closer to us. And we're we're there for that. I mean, you're, right. here's the moment of whatever, right. and it was when Rebecca, when she got nervous, because I have full faith in everything she's feeling, uh, it was like, all right, yeah, it is coming this way, and we are out here. There's literally nobody in this nobody. park. No one. And so we thought we should slowly back out. Now, I walked backwards because I wasn't going to turn my back, but um, it was very intense. Oh, and I'm so sorry. I forgot to send those pictures. I said, don't say anything. We're both going to draw a picture when we get back to the, to the cabin. Smart. And if you see those pictures, you'll die. It's the same picture. Come on. Wow. All right. Well, can you send them to us after we're done and we'll, we'll put them up on yeah, the, I could yeah. not find mine. And I said, Jeff, do you, I can't find my picture. And he goes, Oh, I have them. I'll send them. 
Awesome. Yes. Beautiful. All right. Um, <laughs> I, I full well planned to. I'm going to. Okay. So the second incident where, when Jeff gets charged, I want to play that now. Um, and Dr. Rebecca, you started to say, Maddie, you were feeling this one. And this, this is the one that I felt right before it happened. I even started to say to Dr. Rebecca, eh, I, I said something like, I think we're pushing too hard or, or we, we, they, it, it's done with us. Yeah, and you said right. it's off. To my, it's off to my left. Or, yes. Yeah. Left. Yes. We were. Yes. My yes. other left. And then it happened. Um, yes. So here we go. This is. I think this is the sound of, of him getting charged. Here we go. Second session. What the fuck was that? Why did you hear that fucking tank come yeah, charging? I did. I did. I did. <laughs> Why are we running? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody stop. Something just charged at Jeff. Holy fuck. And we all ran. I mean, I, I was totally unexpected that. I didn't think there would be anything. It had to be an animal. So there you go, Jeff. Uh, I mean, anyone would have run when you'd have something charge at you like that. Uh, I, I didn't hear that fucking thing come yeah, charging I, I mean, it's, 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 it's unbelievable. And, and um, you know... I just wouldn't believe, I wouldn't believe all this if I hadn't experienced it with you four, with you three, with the four of us together. It was really an incredible event. It was amazing. Yeah. That was crazy. It was. It was crazy. I want to ask you guys a question. Uh, I guess we'll start with Dr. Rebecca and then go to Jeff. So in processing all this afterwards, and Ronnie knows this because I've told him a bunch of times, like, and I know it's not a popular opinion with a lot of people in the cryptozoological space, but, and granted, I, I, there's no doubt, mea culpa, I tend to gravitate towards this type of thinking anyway, but I cannot leave those woods in Ohio and feel like I had a biological experience. I felt like that was a paranormal experience. I felt like it was haunted woods. And I'm not saying that there aren't Bigfoot, and I'm not saying that that thing doesn't have hair or whatever, but I got the sense it had capabilities that, we don't understand that aren't of this earth. So Dr. Rebecca, how do, how do you feel about that? Okay, so I, I kind of think along the same line as you. It's just that I'm, it, it is a human, it's a humanoid animal. And the difference is, it goes along with what you're saying, but the Native American culture, I mean, we're getting into, you know, there's the paranormal aspect, but I can't call it so paranormal I, I don't want to exclude the fact that it probably has some form of spiritual properties to it because those things are silent. They uh, just like, hear, they are, they're going through something. They're traveling somehow. And the more that I am communicating. More interdimensional, right? Like, one, yes. And the one in Ohio that we saw has asked me probably 10 times, when are you coming back? I, I, what? What yeah. now? Like to afterwards? After we left there, it was a constant. I've told Jeff, I've told you know Russell, I've told everyone. Wow. Just asked, when are you coming back? And I'll be, I'm doing the dishes, and I'm like, I can't yet. It's like a ten hour drive, and everybody's at home. You know, it's it's there's. So always you're experiencing mind speak, which people talk about yeah. after having that experience. That that it, it is communicating with you. Yes. Like remotely, like from yes. Ohio to you. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Didn't you say at one point, I thought you said you thought one of them was a juvenile. Is that correct? You, you, you felt one of them was like a teenager. Maybe that's when, when we the charge, were, Jeff. 
Yes, and and um, when we were on the first path, there were um, there were several, and and I remember a male coming up around us on the left when we got towards yeah, the big, path. real big. Mm-hmm. And Ronnie, you saw it too. And then there was movement. How about Ronnie? I mean, I swear it felt like everything that I saw, you were able to confirm because then that one yes. ran between trees. Silence. There was no noise. That was the. That was the most amazing, one of the most amazing experiences I ever had because you're like, mm -hmm. okay, watch, watch in between the darkness of the trees and look at the light. And we just focused on one point together and yeah. this thing went right between the trees. Unbelievable. Yeah. Without a sound, without a sound. No noise. And so and another thing that I get with them is light flickers and uh, maybe a, a white or a blue light flicker. And... Mm. For ever since this has all happened, there's been more of that happening with me. And I'll just be even laying down some more sitting and the lights will flicker. And it's there's no light. There should be no light, but it will flicker. And I'll sit there and watch it thinking, okay, what's, what is attempting to manifest here? What is attempting? And um, my friend, again, who's Native American, he's actually the one whose voice that I played on that recording because he helped me do a house cleansing. Wow. And so I have, you know, been working, explaining everything to him as well. And um, he said that lights and blue lights will play effect in that. Um, but I, back to your original question, I don't think they're paranormal. I think that they are um, historical. And I think that they are humanoids with an ability to travel through dimensions or through portals of some, there's something there because they are fast and silent right. and there's no excuse for a, a you know a 400 500 pound minimum person animal to be able to traverse leaves dry leaves cracks and not make right. a yeah through a uh, forest jeff byers how about you where do you put this experience it goes in this is something like I don't I don't really talk about in public. It goes into the book of experiences, and anybody that's spent time in the woods and has been, you know, a lot of time at night, you are going to have these amazing, emotional, intelligent interactions. And, and you combine that with the stuff we don't talk about. And I know several people, it's just, you talk, they want to talk about uh, apes, you know, and I, I, there may be that. Mm. I think there probably is, but there is also something else. We've seen the blue flickers. I've seen the sparkles. I've seen eye shine disappear into the spark. I mean, there, you, it's stuff you don't talk about. You just, you're like, wow. And you put that in the back of your head until there's times like these when you can have these conversations it's like yeah there's there's more to this story can mm -hmm. i tell you exactly what i think it is no but i know yeah. there's a buttload more than what i thought was going on is happening and that's that same curiosity it makes me keep going back mm. amazing well um i could do this all night you we've, we've taken too much of your time uh I, I just, I'm so, I'm so glad we had this experience together. I'm glad it was the four of us. Yeah. And uh, yep. to your, yep. to your friend's point, Dr. Rebecca, post COVID, let's go see those creatures again, shall we? Yes. 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 Because when you guys, when I left, 
Jeff stood at the cabin window and started taking pictures. And Jeff, you have to send them the photos of the things that you caught. Oh, yes. Oh, that's yeah. right. Okay. That's, I, I totally forgot about that. With yeah, the, the, the American squatchy-looking dude that was... Yes. That's yeah. Right. It was oh, my God. Ronnie, we can lay all this in the video and you edit the video, right? I mean, we just lay those yeah. pictures in. Those or, were amazing, know. those pictures, yeah. yeah. Jeff, I'll have to have you send me, resend me those uh, images okay. again so I can, with, with the other stuff. That'd be great. Okay. Yeah. Done. Well, guys, awesome. thank you so much, Dr. Rebecca Foster. Thanks Look for having up. me. Oh, thank you, guys. We miss you blast. guys. I know. Wow. I can't wait to get together as a group again. All right. I we to do Ohio again. Hey, Definitely. Yes. We're yes. on our way. And uh, CreatureReplica.com. Don't forget to check them out. Check out Dr. Rebecca Foster. Uh, she will give you reading, your spiritual guidance that you need in these crazy times. Yes. Uh, thank you guys again. We love you. Thanks a lot. Love you guys. Love you guys. Love you guys too. Take care. See you soon. See ya. What is that? That is too Hello. consistent. My God. Can you come God. closer? Can you come closer? Show us what you oh are. Oh my God, did you see that it jumped from up to down? Show us what you are. Wow, that thing is awesome. Oh, this is awesome. Thank you, Rebecca and Jeff. What an incredible Thank interview. You. What an incredible heel. So much fun. Uh, Ronnie, let's do a little factor, factor Falcon, shall we? Let's play another round of Fact or Falcon. Factor Falcon, for those of you who don't know, new guests, new monsters who are just here for the first time, it's a game where we look at a piece of potential evidence if we believe there's something to it, that it may be real, mm -hmm. we call it fact. If we think it's faked or just nothing to it at all, it's a misidentification or something else, we call it Falcon. You can get from uh, Mark D'Antonio, the MUFON uh, director of video analyst, uh, not director, but video analyst specialist that they go to, and he debunks a lot of stuff. And we had a video that we both really liked out of, was it Utah, I think it was. Yes. And he's like, nope, falcon. So we adopted that. <laughs> yeah, he literally thought it was a an actual bird, a falcon. So we, we stole the name. Uh, <laughs> well, we invented it. Uh, okay, so I've just gone full screen, Ronnie, here. Let's yeah. take a look. I'm going to move you over. Uh, for those of you watching the video, you can see there looks to be uh, an append a hand with appendages, with digits, with fingers, with big, huge, bulbous fingernails. You can see the knuckle uh joints you can see that it's hairy it's a pretty big hand one yep, picture this, is, mm -hmm. this ahead, has been circling uh the past pretty like wildfire now with the past um i would say week or so a few days and it's been showing up on all the different bigfoot groups and i thought it was really interesting because at first glance it does look like a hand with fingers and fingernails that's my initial thing but um yeah, it said, as of 2020, couldn't get any more strange. A buddy of a buddy found what appears to be a Bigfoot hand getting chewed on by a cougar in Washington State here by St. Helens-ish. Ooh, ooh, that's a, now that's very squatchy. <laughs> that's squatchy it territory. Is. So that leans in its favor. Mm -hmm. um, we posted it. You can go to our Monsterland podcast Facebook page. We also did a poll on Twitter, which I'll get to in a second. Factor Falcon, is this the hand of Sasquatch? Um, what do you think, Maddie? What's your initial uh, okay. reaction when you saw that? I'm trying to first let me get rid of bias because my bias is every time it's whenever it's a video of a potential Bigfoot or a ghost or anything, I'm you want it out, to be true. 
Well, yes. Well, in this particular case, what I mean is I'm, when it's a video of something, I'm always open to it being real or fake. I, I am able yeah. to remain objective. However, when it comes to body parts and skeletons and skulls and heads, I'm immediately dubious only because I can't think of one example of one of those panning out. Uh, right. I'm not talking they're, tracks. They're, I'm talking like skulls and heads. Like they're never Bigfoot. Yeah, right? there was one a while back, right? If you remember that, that uh, a similar, there was a hand and it, I think it ended up being a raccoon. Right. There was also the Bigfoot head that was revealed a year or so ago. I don't yes. remember the exact dates. Again, supposed to be taxidermied or whatever it was. Yes. And so what do we, what do we have here? And you're right. You know, you, for me, I want things to always be, here it is. Here, yeah. Here's the evidence, you know, right. every time, but you have to be suspect, uh, yes. a buddy of a buddy. And was the cougar chewing on it? And it got, I mean, what, what's the backstory? Yeah. And all this it looks half eaten. Now it looks real and it could be from an animal, no doubt, but uh, of yeah. some kind uh, weathered and, 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 you know, the rain could have soaked it and made it bigger than it really was, whatever. The, the elements, it could be bloated post-mortem. Uh, there is one comment on there, I forget who it was, uh, that said it, you can see the web, uh, the web in between the fingers, so they believe that it's possibly a beaver's paw um, uh, well, that we're seeing. Let's, let's, uh, let's let monsters uh, weigh in. Now it's time for Monster Mail. Our monsters are on the case, Ronnie. Uh, let's see. Now, someone, uh, Sarid, Sarid, I think it is, Sarah HD, maybe. Um, these, it looks like she is linked to some kind of article that might actually explain what these things are. Let's see here. So it's no comment link, but in the picture of the link, it looks like fingers. If you find Correct. one of these in your yard, don't try to uh, don't panic don't touch it so let's see these uh, might these might look like fingers of the undead reaching up from the ground but they don't belong to uh, a human or a reanimated corpse at all wow those look a lot like them ronnie exactly i'm looking at the comparison here and that looks that's creepy they're mushroom like fungi wow Ne they're called de dead man's fingers they're called colloquially like you know uh, i don't think that's the scientific name well uh, i you know after seeing that I, i'm pretty convinced I, i'm 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 saying falcon here i mean geez, however exactly it, like it it does one of the pictures looks exactly like it however what is missing are those definitely distinct fingernails well if you go um, to that first that first picture you can see what looks like fingernails um on, on the uh, comparison that you're just looking at that website oh shoot i got it okay oh yeah right yeah. there yeah yeah i see yeah that's could yeah but look at that one that fingernail almost like comes off the finger those are mm. um patty says it, it looks pretty compelling with knuckles and fingernails uh oh the one who the lady who posted that says uh, that is a fungus uh yeah aaron says could be human my dad's not my dad's knuckles are that hairy. <laughs> Crystal says beaver paw. Oh. Any other ones, Ronnie? See there? Uh, I see K Silence who says Falcon. Monsters investigate. Well done, monsters. Sarah HD with the uh, potential 
potential uh, solving of that mystery could be Dead Man's Fingers Fungi. Fungi. I like that. Great job, team. Oh, we did a poll, Ronald. Uh, yes. Oh, there's a picture of you, me, and Russ. It just popped up so inexplicably. Um, we did a poll on this very topic. And let's see what our monsters said, shall we? On our Twitter poll, by the sure. way, we're at, at Monsterland Monster Pod. Let's see, Ronnie. What did our fans say, our monsters? The question was posed to them. Do we think that this is Factor Falcon? Do we think there's something to this supposed Bigfoot hand? Uh, what do you think? Is this an image of the hand of Sasquatch? It was being seen nibbled on by a cougar in Washington State Park. The choices were holy s yes, nah that's dot dot dot, or I don't know. Any guesses on who won that poll, Ronnie? Oh. Uh, I'm gonna say don't know. The I don't knows have it at forty-seven percent. Forty-seven. Next up was holy shit yes. Actually, it was pretty <laughs> close, forty-seven to forty-one percent. And oh, wow. 12% said, nah, it's beaver paw or some other paw. Uh, also, Marty shared with us, Marty Gras said, uh, I took this uh, print pick Saturday, April 25th near Chattanoochee River, West Point, mm. Georgia. Very interesting circumstances surrounding this as well. Hey, uh, Marty, and there's a picture of it right there. It's on our Twitter feed. If you if all want to go to our uh, Monsterland, at Monsterland Pod, scroll down under our poll and you will see uh, Mardi Gras' picture of this track, this what could be a print. Wow, yeah, you can see the toes, Ronnie. Um, it looks big. And he said there's what's more intrigues me more than the photos. He says there's very interesting circumstances surrounding this photo, uh, this track. So I would love to hear that. So as a matter of fact, Marty, yeah. why don't you do this? Why don't you uh, head on over to our Monster Mail? You can either send us a good old-fashioned mail, like email, um, or you can call us now on our monster voicemail. Right, Ronnie? It's, it's all the rage, Love really. It. In fact, why don't we go to monster voicemail right now monsters you know how much the boys love disembodied voices so let's hear yours man i got a shotgun just scared that little bastard back into the grid. call 401-400-0965 rates may apply hey is that legal copy i don't do legal unless we renegotiate we talked about this you guys hear me oh yeah i guess i can just leave a voicemail so, uh, Marty, who we just read your uh, tweet, that's a perfect story we'd love to hear on our voicemail. And anyone listening, please call us. Like our friend here, Richard, from Rockport, who you may remember from last week. I thought he had an interesting follow-up. Kind of uh, living in the world, Ronnie, of um, a little bit of monster media. Hi, Marty and Ronnie. This is Richard J. again from Rockport, Mass. Uh, thanks for answering my question on Blair Witch. I thought that was great. Uh, Matt, you mentioned in another podcast with uh, with Pitsy and his his friends uh, that Signs was one of your favorite movies, um, and it's one of mine too. Can you tell me what you uh, you, what you and Ronnie's feelings on the movie Signs uh, with Mel Gibson, Joaquin Phoenix, right? You pre-Joker Joaquin Phoenix. 
thanks. Love the show. Bye. Okay. Uh, if you couldn't hear very well, uh, his yeah. uh, little garble, but uh, Signs, the film Signs, one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. And he wants to get our, our thoughts on the movie Signs. And um, I'm convinced, Ronnie, that Signs is one of those Close Encounters of the Third Kind movies that was given information about the truth of these not only craft, but the entities that might work on them and how, and in, how it might play out, at least via the media. Now, I'm not saying that the government was trying to feed us that we're going to be, that they told M. Night Shyamalan, like, here's how an attack's going to happen because it's gone. Yeah. I just mean the way it would happen in the media, the way we would slowly kind of realize, like, oh, these things are landing everywhere. If, it, if they did decide to come down, you know, I think we were being, there's a scene, here's why I think that. There's a scene with Joaquin Phoenix when he's alone in the closet and he sees that footage from like a Brazilian birthday party. Yes. Yeah. And you see the alien just kind of walk by and he stands up. It's a just phenomenal film. Incredible acting right there. Oh. Oh. And, and I think like, boy, that's, I believe that there's footage like that, that exists that the government knows is real and has sure. and got their hands on and hides from us. There's probably a lot of it. And um, that's going to change though, because now people can just download stuff and they're starting to. Um, so I think, I think, you know, a little bit of that was either, it's either collective consciousness that M night Shyamalan had or someone on his set yeah. that, kind of guided him a little bit on how these things might happen and even whether M night knew that they were connected or not. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if I would say that it's, it's uh, I think close encounters was definitely a movie that was fueled by information from project blue book and Clearly. Spielberg had conversations and all this stuff. I do feel though that M light M night Shyamalan, you know, with the sixth sense and other movies is kind of in that, that place of uh, the human condition and consciousness and UFOs kind of plays a big, aliens, other life plays a big part of that. And he's one of these people I think that are being used to help propel this idea because it was definitely a kind of war of the worlds situation, but instead of like a big city, what happens out in the middle of nowhere when you think you're safe, you know? Right, and, uh, and, and look, we, we want to make them, we want, you know, if there are more than one, um, they can't all be these wonderful mist light creatures, right? And and maybe yeah. like they like uh, Delong said, the aerial threats, right? There's a there's an element of threat. So mm -hmm. if I work for the CIA or whatever the program is that uh, the shadow program that kind of controls this information and leaks it out, like Grant Cameron said, uh, and I find out that M Night Shyamalan's making a new movie about an alien invasion, you bet your ass I'm going to be on that set. Right. Or, oh yeah. Or have someone on that set on my behalf, monitoring and or saying, you know, maybe we'd see it on a video and there's, you know, maybe they don't like water, whatever, whatever they know, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, well, the whole thing with uh, the gray aliens and I forget which particular documentary top ahead, but they talked about a specific thing that, oh yeah, they like strawberry ice cream. And it was so kind of outlandish, but maybe so that's specific. so specific was actually is real and true. And then one of those things that they do like, just like, Sasquatch likes peanut butter. Yeah. Right? Like, it's, well, it's, it works. I don't know. I think, I think there's a family of Sasquatch living in this house because we go through peanut butter like, <laughs> I don't know where it goes. Um, well, your people, the tall whites, Ronnie, because you're a tall white, uh, as we established last week. Oh, my God. The, knock, the, the rumor about them is that they love gambling. They love Vegas. 
True. Remember that? Yeah. Yep. And they're like, they put them in like sheets to cover their heads because they hated the yeah, and then with hats and the sunglasses, and they would just go gamble all the time. And it's like, uh, right. what a weird thing to invent. Very true. Yeah. Strange. Yeah. Truth is stranger than fiction, right? So it's like, hey, maybe yes. that is the case. Ronnie, we also have regular old, well, it's funny, I was going to say old-fashioned mail, which would be writing a letter, uh, but <laughs> we have old-fashioned mail via the world we're in now, which is, of course, our email, our monster mail. That's monsterlandreport at gmail.com, monsterlandreport at gmail.com. And, Ronnie, we got a beautiful note, a, a few, but I just, I just want to get to uh, one here because we're running a little late. Um, yeah. Tim Schiffer sent us a note. Do you have this one, Ronnie? I do. He sent us a message on uh, on Facebook and read that our Facebook us, page. Okay. Yeah, uh, that was so cool. He's like, uh, your show is one of my favorites. I'm a farmer. I farm hops, corn, soybean, wheat, and cattle. Needless to say, I'm outside listening uh, to my uh, earbuds all the time. Thank you for doing a show like this that makes my experiences not seem crazy. So I wonder what he's seeing. Tim, talk to us. I'd love to hear more about what are your experiences that you're having that uh, you feel that um, you might be crazy because it sounds like, are you seeing UFOs and different things, cattle mutilations? What, what's happening? We'd love to hear from you. Call that number. Uh, let us hear it on the, the aforementioned uh, voicemail, or you can leave us a, a monster mail. Uh, Ronnie, honestly, God, we've said it before, and this isn't the Academy Awards or anything, but that type of email honestly does keep us going. It gives us and a boost. It does. Because like I, we've said a million times, we don't make money off this. We do it because we love it. We're passionate about it. And we just, the idea that every time I don't want to edit or every time Ronnie doesn't want to do book a guest or whatever, um, the idea that someone in Iowa or wherever in the country has their earbuds in and is listening and laughing along with us or thinking or scared or interested at all, it really does like chokes me up. And, and it motivates me. And I go, let's go. Let's do another episode. I love yeah. that. I love that. So we Thank can't hear. Yeah, we're working in a vacuum. We can't hear from you enough, please. Um, which actually, Ronnie, I want to do a quick announcement uh, based on what you just brought up. It just occurred to me. Let me get some here. Yeah. Let me get, let me get a good oh. announcement uh, sound effect. Okay, here we go. This is a big announcement. Monsterland exclusive. Uh, well, we have a Munchland exclusive drop, but producer Dave has it. So let's see what I got here. I just randomly picking whatever I play is going to be the announcement. Okay. Sure. Yeah. yeah. You are very jacked. <laughs> try another one. That might be better. Just random. Just random. Just try another one. I am known for my hip hop cred. <laughs> Ronnie, our announcement is um, we teased our Patreon page, speaking of not making money on this thing, uh, so that you could donate monsters if you wanted to. And we know, uh, and we're going to provide you a service. We're not just going to ask for donations. We're going to yeah. provide you extra content. Uh, More content. There were, some, there were some things I cut out of this interview we did tonight uh, that I definitely would have put on Patreon uh, for those of you members, you know. Um, we decided, Ronnie and I, quick announcement on Patreon, this was the episode we were going to launch it with. We were going to make this interview with Jeff and Rebecca, our first Patreon video. Correct. And just do, do a whole separate episode for you. Ronnie uh, contacted me and said, you know, I feel weird. Uh, you don't mind talking about this, right? No. Yeah. Um, he goes, you know, I feel weird asking for money. And as like, before you even finish the text, I was like, I, 
I literally set up a Maddie does hosting online classes just because I was bored. I wasn't trying to make a buck. Right. I was just bored. So I was like, you know what? I'll do one hour private coaching sessions, hosting, TV hosting for anyone on my fam, fan page. And I just, I was sitting with Max. I go, nah, I'm going to wait on this. He's like, why? I said, mm. I don't want to ask for money right now with the COVID thing going on. And Max yeah. is like, well, wait a second. You know, my 15 year old, very wise. He said, you're providing a service and people don't have to pay you for it. If no one does it, then no one does it. And, but people might have money and might want to, you're providing them distraction during this time. They might get excited. And I was like, I hear you all right. valid arguments. I just don't want to put up something that says hundred bucks. I'll do it. And then I was like, well, I can do it free, but then I'm super crazy. So anyway, when you sent me that, it was like a relief. I was like, yeah, I, I, I don't want there's to have people struggling. Right yeah. There's a lot of people struggling right now. And if there's anything that we can do and, and give this podcast as whether it's to make you laugh, make you think, um, kind of why we started this in the first place. Right. It wasn't, yes. we knew we're not, we weren't yes. doing it to as a monetary thing, but um, I think now more than ever, we're kind of needed. We need that people need to have that entertainment, that that chance to kind of take a break from what's going on. And we may talk about what's going on out there, but I think that we're providing something a little bit more than that. So we can do that for free. I would love to keep it that way. So I think we've decided we're not going to release Patreon until uh, the uh, till Desert Storm is over. Right. Is the Desert Storm Desert over? Storm. Yes. Oh shit. Yeah. All yeah. right. Until every state is back to work. How about that? Until every state there passes whatever it is, phase alpha, whatever the hell. We, I don't know. When everyone's right. back to work, we'll right. get a sense for that and we'll we'll start doing the Patreon. Okay. And and in the meantime, we'll put little things up there for everybody and just tease them on it. Yeah. Uh, speaking Great. of entertaining people, uh, Ronnie, let's wildly disappoint them with our lame new game. <laughs> Maddie, <laughs> believer or not. Okay, if you are a new listener, this is a game we launched last week. I'm a big fan of it. No one else so is. So fun. So fun. I love is it. Is it? I do. I love it. Um, I'm going to name you a celebrity, Ronald, and you can uh, play along at home in your cars or if you're farming your soybeans or whatever the hell you're doing. <laughs> you try to predict, is this celebrity a believer or not? Okay, a believer or not, Ronnie. Okay. Stepping into the believer or not booth is a celebrity who appeared on a classic Fox nighttime dramedy. He's a British-trained comedian actor, but this show broke him in the United States. His name is Hugh Laurie, better wise known as Doctor House. Paging Doctor House, you're next on Believer or Not, Ronnie. Is Dr. House, a believer or not? I'm going to say no. All right, let me get this straight. You say that Hugh Laurie, British comedian actor, Dr. House doesn't believe in things. Not a believer. All right, final answer. You want to phone a friend? You want to phone one of our, uh, you want to phone the farmer? Nope, pretty confident on this. Although right. I love to talk to Tim. I have a quote from Hugh Laurie. When asked about things you couldn't see and God, Hugh Laurie responded, I'm not a religious man. I find I'm a fan of science. I believe in science, a humility before the facts. I find that a moving and beautiful thing and belief in the unknown, I find less interesting. I find the known <laughs> and the knowable interesting enough. Ronnie, 
You're two for two. Dang. You're two for two. Believe he strikes me as a, as very similar to his character that he, he had played on House. I feel like there's there's a reason why he plays certain roles, right? Like there was an element there, uh, and I just think that he's one of those guys that's like no way. Good reasoning, Ronnie. Well done. Um, all right, let's wrap it up because uh, tonight tonight's episode was so much fun, and I don't think we could do any better than great. that interview. Thank you so much to. Uh, Rebecca, Dr. Foster, and Jeff Byers. Find Rebecca Foster uh, online. She will do your readings for you, your psychic readings. Um, yeah, her website is uh, godstool.com. And you can go to Creature Replica for Jeff Byers. There he is again, one more time, the North American yes. Sasquatch. A great gift for any Squatch fan in your house. You know what? It's even a better gift for someone like Hugh Laurie who doesn't believe in these things. Give him one of those for yeah, Christmas seriously. and watch him, watch him laugh and freak out. Um, <laughs> all right, Ronnie. Uh, I just want to thank our friends at Dell's Coffee, dellscoffee.com. Reminder, we are on Adori, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Munchland, report at gmail.com to mail us our voicemail once again 401-400-0965 that's 09ml we'll be back again next week quarantine podcasting continues for ronnie leblanc for producer dave i'm maddie blake this is Monsterland. until then stay monstrous everybody see you guys thank you for joining us on the Monsterland podcast if you or someone you know has an experience to share or if you have questions you can reach us at monsterlandreport at gmail.com. Find us on social media at Monsterland Pod. Until we meet again in Monsterland.